Episode 24 of Hey My Man is here. We're back. We took uh, kind of a week off, but uh, recharge our batteries. Before we get started, real quick, I just want to tell everybody that podcasting is not free. With that being said, we're looking for people that want to advertise. If you have something, a business, if you know somebody who has a business, if you have something you're doing that's coming up and you want to advertise, uh, give us a shout at the... Email. email yeah hey my man podcast at gmail.com and uh, we'll figure out you know what we're going to do as far as uh advertising but please don't be afraid it doesn't matter what you want to advertise for the most part um so yeah give us a shout we'll throw it out there and uh kick it around and we'll figure something out whether it be one time two times and hopefully you'll see some return on whatever it is you're trying to uh sell i think in the biz they call that roi yeah. Return on investment. All right. Well, thanks, Steve. Yep. Um, I want to start out real quick with our audio email of the week. Let me see if I can find it somewhere. Talk amongst yourselves, Steve. Okay. Nick. Nick, how you doing? Good. Okay, I found it. <laughs> All right, so listen up. It's kind of quiet. This is from Bob. Good afternoon, gentlemen. This is Bob calling from a bathroom in my house, just sitting here taking a poop and thought of a question for you guys. So uh, roll the 85 DeLorean out of the garage and fire up the flux capacitor. If you could go back in time and stop the death of one artist that died, quote-unquote, before their time, who would it be and why? Love the show, guys. I'm glad he was thinking about us while he's pooping. It seems to be a common theme across shows. Do you understand the question? Yeah. Do you understand the question? Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I would probably have to say Heath Ledger would be mine. Are you going to expound on that? Yeah, he would have been been the judge in Dark Knight Rises instead of Scarecrow. How do you know he would have been the judge? He was supposed to be. They've already said he was supposed to be. That was the one thing he was supposed to do is just be the judge. Yeah, and he would have been awesome. No, if he, you know what, after he died, they did, I, I think that um, they came up with a, a screenplay that they were finally going to use after he had died. And if he had not died, they, it would have been a whole nother screenplay. I know, I bet he'd be, I'm sure they would have figured out a way to put him in there. But. Well, yeah, probably would have been Bane trying to break him out of the asylum and then, you know, them teaming up or. Either way, it would have been a lot better movie. So just for, and you know what, actually. I, I, it doesn't surprise me that you said that because the couple of the ones I threw out to you before, this is one that I had in the back of my head. But for that one purpose, just for Batman. Because have you ever liked anything else he's done? I like 10 things I hate about you. <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> the see. Patriot. He, just because he was in the Patriot, I mean, I know, he, again, he could have been. I, I yeah, there was the one where he's like a medieval knight. The a knight's knight, tale. Yeah. The knight. The knight. Yeah. No. I, I I could give him take him or leave him. He was all right. I liked the Joker. It was like the definitely the yeah. guy's way, just, to, way to go out. I just want to see new Joker. Talk about going out on a high note. That's probably one of the best examples of the going out on a high note. Yep. What about you? John Candy. And what I called that one. Yep. Why? Uh, You're just like just, simply. Because he kept making awesome family movies. Awesome family comedies. But at he some is. point, you don't think. Because the last. I would have said John he Candy. He had at least 10 more years in him. Of good, decent. I don't, I don't agree with you. And the reason why is the last couple movies he made were crap. At least the very. Remember that was the last one? Was like the Can- Canadian Bacon. Oh, Canadian only, Bacon. Yeah, yeah. With Matthew Perry. That was oh. the at the apex of Matthew Perry's career. At the decline of John Candy's career. Was there ever an apex at Matthew Perry's career? Yes. Yeah, Canadian friends. Bacon. He got to be in a movie with John Candy. <laughs> to me, that's about his... Yeah. I think Chris Farley actually was in a terrible, terrible movie. Wasn't he in Beverly Hills, Beverly Hills Ninja? That wasn't his last movie? Yeah, I think it could have been. I think it was his last movie. But I don't consider that a terrible... Worse than Tommy Boy or... They're all. Oh, it's the, definitely worse than Tommy Boy. They're all of that same cut from that same cloth, though. I mean, if, if you like Tommy Boy, and what's the what's the uh, Black Sheep? Black Sheep, which I thought that was a, already a decline. I was already yeah. like over. Okay, hey, David fat, Spade and Chris Farley together. I mean, what else can they do? I like David Spade, like Chris Farley, like them both together. But again, after the first, you know, after the first movie, Tommy Boy, which was perfect, I I, I don't think Black Sheep was that great. No, it wasn't that. Great. I, I think it was. At, Almost as good as Beverly Hills Ninja. Wasn't I feel there, bad because oh, Gary you know Busey what? tried saving it. His last movie was uh, Artie Lang's Beer League. He was the guy that got his nose bit off by the hooker. He was like a Dirty real, Work? No. Artie Lang's Beer League. I don't know what that is. He got his nose bit off in Dirty Work, what, though. That was the one he got By his a nose Saigon bit? whore. Oh, you know what? You're right. And now Artie got a mention just for no other reason <laughs> than I thought. He was the fat guy in that movie. Yes. Not Chris Farley. Yes. But Chris, yeah. I was going to say, I would have picked John Candy, but... Just for the, I, I just saw his his career heading right into the crapper. He 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 kind of like stepped away at the or died at the perfect time. <laughs> or stepped away. I I would say for me, George Carlin. Because it didn't have to be a movie. It didn't specifically say. There's you you. It doesn't matter how old you are or Robert Schimmel. He was really old though. He was still as good as he was before. <sighs> He, he I, never, I don't think he was, though. I saw I him like two years before he died, and he wasn't that good. I The reason I... Well, I think there were times where he did stuff that was like strictly political. He did stuff... He started moving more toward religion, like attacking religion. But I think that he gives... He's, he's very interesting because he gives a, a different perspective toward comedy. Yeah. Like he does that political thing, but not like Bill Maher. He, he's funny. <laughs> he's poignant. And people... I think a lot of people don't... He's like Dennis Miller... Except funny. Are you trying to dance around John Stewart's name here? No, I like. I think John Stewart's great. I don't have a problem with John Stewart. Okay. I don't watch the show, but um, I don't. I would never put John Stewart in the same category as George Carlin. Politi- never in a politically. Years. Yeah, I would. I, I'm not talking. I'm just talking about his whole body of work. Like oh, as far no. as I'm concerned, George Carlin, he could pretty much riff the, the the whole bit on stupid names that people give their kids. It's funny because that bit was. 
however old, and still to this day, kids are still those names. Every time I hear it was one of those mid, names, mid nineties. Yeah. Okay. So what's that? Twenty years old. So still to this day, that seems like a resurgence in those specific names: Taylor, Tyler. You know all the names that he threw out in there. Clayton. I don't think Clayton was one of them. I was think it? it was. And if I'll, it wasn't, I'll, it should. be. I'm gonna put on YouTube. I'll put that up because for anybody who hasn't seen it, it's pretty funny. So I. I think I went and I, I took an easy way out because I don't think anybody could could argue George Carlin. I wanted to say Richard Pryor because I love Richard Pryor, but again, the same thing. It was like, as far as his movie stuff, you know, it was almost like Chris Rockish. No, that's not a bad thing. Yeah, I just saw Superman three the other day, so I'm not. I don't have a very high opinion of Richard Pryor right now. <laughs> I, I, I like I said before, I think Chris Rock is probably one of the funniest people out there, but his movies, can't I can't act. think of a funny movie that he was involved he, with. No, because lethal. He was in Lethal Weapon, which I thought was funny. Beverly Hills Cop Two. Beverly Hills Cop Two. But Pootie Tang. Come on, you know what? A lot of people actually like. Pootie it's Tang. a funny movie. No, it's Louis C.K. wrote it. I don't care. You know it's what? funny. I like Louis, but I'm not going to just say it's funny because Louis I, wrote I it. I thought it was funny before I even knew that, and then I learned that he and Chris Rock both were involved in it. And I thought that's even better for me. It no, I I couldn't make it through the first. 10 minutes of that movie. Maybe if I watched the whole thing, I don't know. Have you ever seen that movie? Uh-uh. It's, 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 yeah, it's, you know, actually, I think I might It's have. ridiculous, but it, I think it's hilarious. What about Chris Rock in Dogma? Yeah, funny. But that's Chris Rock acting, being Chris Rock. When Chris, when Chris Rock is acting as a like character. a normal, like, dramatic role, or like he's being, you know, when trying to act. He's portraying like Martin Luther King or something. Yeah, well, I don't think he ever did that. <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> um... So hopefully that answers Bob's question and keep the questions coming. That's it's fun for us. Yeah. Hopefully everybody gets a kick out of being able to hear themselves. I, I like the regular questions, um, but audio questions are, are kind of fun. Yeah. The other thing is there's a couple more emails that came in and we're going to get to those, not reading the questions, but a couple of emails came in asking us to review or give our, our take on some of the movies that are be coming out this summer. So we'll do that later. We went ahead and, uh, we knocked out for the most part. I think every single one of those ones you guys wanted us to talk about. So we're, we're going to hit on that. But before that, me and Steve today on Facebook, I put out a, uh, on our, on our page, I put out a, um, a poll or a question asking what the best restaurant is in Lake County, Indiana, which is where we're at. And there's a bunch of mixed, you know, feelings or whatnot. So a bunch of people kept putting, this restaurant in Hobart, Indiana, was it Main Street Bistro 54 or something? Yeah. That's the name of it. So at, I was, after looking at that, I was like, man, I'm getting hungry. I, it's the one restaurant I had not tried. So I'm like, let's go there. So I don't even know if it's open during the day, is it? You let me get there. So <laughs> I, I, uh, I called up my wife and I said, Hey, when you get home, let's take the kids and let's go out there. Let's check this place out. And so we got in the car, we started heading there, and sure enough, they're not they're not open right now. So I don't know why I went from that place, which is supposed to be like exotic gourmet, gourmet food, to Smash Mouth Burgers in Cherville, Indiana. But I decided that's what, you know what, hey, my wife's never been to Smash Mouth. It's a pretty awesome, I thought it was a pretty good place when me and Nick went before. So I called Steve, who lives in the general area over there, and I said, hey, meet us over there. So we walk in the door. And right when you walk in the door to the right, there's a big sign, like a poster board with pictures. And it says winners. And then there's one that's next to it that says losers. And they have a... Is Michael Moore's face on there, either one of the columns? 
<laughs> no. If he had visited, he would have been a winner. I don't know. I don't think he's got a winning spirit. I think he's just a loser. Um, but he, uh, he, but so we're in there and we're looking around and they have this food challenge and basically the, it's like, it's a, Steve, what, it's a four, four patty. It's a four patty burger. Each patty is buns, eight ounces. Four it buns. Five buns. Five buns, a top bun and then a bun under every single patty. And two orders of large fries. And cheese. And cheese. And yeah, two orders of large fries and a twenty and a ounce soda. a twenty ounce soda. So the deal is, it's twenty dollars for the burger, and excuse my indigestion. I'm still I'm still in pain. <laughs> um, twenty dollars for the burger. If you win, um, you get your picture on the wall and you get a nifty T-shirt from Smash Mouth that basically says you you did the challenge. If you lose, your picture goes on the wall of losers. Now the catch is. They make you sign a release form that basically says they can use your picture in any sort of media they want you to put it on the internet for the website. Before you start eating. Yeah, that's the key because if you wimp out and try to sneak out the door, they've already got your picture to put up on the loser board. Yep. Well, when I walked in, I immediately was like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot. I had talked to Nick about doing it. Nick begged me to do it like two years ago, and I'm like, I'll do it. I'll do it. But I wanted to wait until I was ready to go on a diet, and this is why. Me and my wife were talking about Lindsay Lohan as I normally do because I love talking about Lindsay Lohan. And my and I was saying, like, it's funny that she's going to jail, but before she does, like, she, like, parties it up before she's about to, you know, go to rehab. She wants to take her Adderall to rehab. Why wouldn't you? And my wife's like, dude, if I was a drug addict, I didn't, I'd get wasted the day before and get as, as, as high <laughs> as I Most of them do. Yeah. So I said, that's a novel idea. So I decided, hey, enough's enough. You applied Gotta this go to real life. Got to go on a diet life. for the summer. Got to get my pool body back. So I said, hey, I was in there. I was looking around. I said, you know what? I'm going to go for this. It's a Sunday. I like to start my diets on a Monday. If I mess up tomorrow, it'll, I have to actually start a whole another week later because I, I have to start it on a Monday. So I decided to do Did the you challenge. breakfast? What's that? No, I hadn't. And I, that, not even, that wasn't even a thought. My wife just failed to make me breakfast, and I can't do it for myself. So I just didn't eat. <laughs> so we go in there. I decide. I just go ahead. My, my kid, who's eight, was like, hey, you can do this, Dad. I know you can do it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it. So I'm just like, hey, win, loser, draw, it's 20 bucks. You know, the worst part is your face goes on that loser board and I, it will never happen to me. So I put it down. I order it, walk away, and I hear Steve mumbling around behind me. And, and Steve, there's, you know, he already complains that he can't eat a burger that's too yeah, big. Yeah, we've already it's heard this. Right. It's, it's, that's total bullshit. So he decides he's going to order it too. I didn't now, say I can't. I did not prod Steve. I did not beg Steve. I did not bet Steve. It wasn't a, yeah, I said nothing to Steve. This was this, of my own volition. I have no Can you... Why? Why? You know, I I heard you ordering it. And it's been a while since I did something super manly. So you ordered it and I went like, damn. That dude's a man. No. I said, damn. Awful, I, dude. I want to know if I can do this. just to, Just for me. So... Every now and then, man has to test himself. Yeah. You have to see where you, you fall in the hierarchy of manliness. Yeah. I can think of a lot of things and that, that sweater, you can do that with, and eating a huge hamburger would not be one that, of them. That, that sweet sweater you wear has definitely brought you <laughs> and, and just so... And I noticed there's a, there's a button unbuttoned on the sweater. It has to be. To give you a little bit of more room today. Oh, yeah. The is. funny thing, too, is his wife told me yesterday, he actually flagged a guy down in a restaurant and said, excuse me, I where did you purchase that sweater? 
about another cardigan <laughs> with patches on the sleeve. First of all, I didn't flag him down. He was sitting next to me. But, I, yeah, I did ask him. And you guys compared sweater notes? I he, had, he had a corn cob pipe. <laughs> Where did he get it from? Express. Excuse Where me. do you get yours from? I got this one from Old Navy. All right. So Steve orders it. I order it. And they make us sign this waiver that basically says I can use our pictures for whatever. But, like, immediately after that, the entire restaurant fills up. Because we were there, doors open at noon. And by 12.15, place is completely full. And what's funny is Steve thought there would be some fanfare like that. Uh, I was hoping it would be man, man versus, versus food. food. Or, like, where, a, like, everyone gets around you and cheers. Like at a great outdoors with yeah. John Candy. I saw yeah. all of these people coming in, and I went, like, yeah. This, this is, is going to be this awesome. Is, this is our chance to shine. These people are going to be cheering. So as these people are coming in, they're bringing the burger. And the guy, a guy's bringing mine and a female waitress is bringing his. And they have to literally hold the top because it's like a tower that falls. Yeah. It's so big it falls over. And people are walking in going, oh, my God. And they're whispering to each other. People holding their children away. <laughs> and um, I'm licking my chops. I'm like, my kid is, are probably trying to get the food. Yeah, this is going to be easy breezy. I was nervous. So the deal is you have one hour to clear the plate completely. One hour. So she Garnish comes over, she goes, yeah. she goes, it's 12.18. You have to 1.18. Good luck. She leaves. So me and Steve start eating. And it's going pretty real good. Real quick, like, take me through your, your thought process. Well, first of all. Because you need to approach that with a strategy. Yeah. And I want to know yours, and then I will throw out mine. Real quick. When she told us, all right, it's 12.18. You have an hour to do this. I expected some sort of clock or, you know, <laughs> like something like. Buzzer. Yeah. Just some sort of clock to let us know what's going on. But no. Um, my strategy was, I was going to tackle this burger as fast as possible. Um, the fries can wait. They're, they're little, they're light. Fries can wait. So I got down to this burger as quick as I could. Um, Dave had a completely different and I think better strategy. Which was to eat the fries and the burger at the same time. Like, you know, just not like jam it all in my mouth, but like a little each, little each. Steve was saying, let me get this burger taken care of. Then I'll, I'll worry about take it, tackling the fries. Because to me, the burger was the hard part. Like, after so many patties, it's just... Well, uh... Just so you know, it, it, at, at the 15-minute mark, we were three-quarters of the way done with our burgers. I mean, we were trucking, and I'm like, this is, this is no problem. At the 16-minute mark... The back of my neck felt like it was about 97 degrees. Roadblock. And I started to... At the what mark? Like 16 at one minute later. Minute. At 16 minutes. I was bragging at 15. Like this is... At 16. Cruising. Oh, I got that, that sweats. My mouth started watering and not in a good way. I'm like... Are you allowed to use the bathroom in that hour? Interesting question. Yes, you are. Because <laughs> Steve got up to use the bathroom. And I said, you will forever have an asterisk if you get up from this table. Because I won't know that you didn't puke. Now, here's what I did. I didn't finish the burger on purpose... I went to the bathroom and left some burger. That way he knew I wasn't going to throw up. If I if I ate that whole burger and went to the bathroom, he could be like, dude, you just threw that burger up. Anyway, he was fast back enough. He was back fast enough to where it was, it was just a pee. But anyway, um, so yeah, at 16 minutes, it started to get really rough. And from I there really on hot. out, man. I can't remember what the fries are like there. They're like string, shoestring kind of fries. I, I didn't. I thought they were like chips or something. No, I'm telling you what. It was a rough, I made it in the, like at the hour mark, or I mean, excuse me, at the like, you went like 40, 45 minutes, or 45 something. minutes. Yeah. Steve went like, I was like 50 uh, or yeah. Wait, so you ate the whole entire thing. Yeah. And all the fries. Yeah. Not and only that, the 20 ounce not drink. Only that, yeah. I had, had two 20 ounce slop drinks. on my plate and I wanted to make it so clean. <laughs> I, I wiped it all up and there's a video of my wife. Dude, God damn it. Like, I've been there. He did that. 
he wiped. He had the last bite of his burger. He wiped the plate. Just to be an asshole. Yeah, just to say, I am I'm, that much of a fucking I'm looking, pig. I'm looking right at him. And I, I just have my fries by this point, but I'm looking at him do this, and I seriously almost threw up all over the place when I saw him do well, that. Well, the funny thing is, as I'm like, I'm probably about... <laughs> it was disgusting. I saw this dude eat, like we were at a pig roast, and this guy went up and took a wad of skin from the pig, threw it on... Skin and lard, threw it on a bun and ate it. Listen, so I'm looking at Steve... And he's like, I'm three quarters of the way through the bottom burger, and he's like, oh, this tastes like meatloaf. Now, I had no ketchup, no <laughs> toppings, and I hate meatloaf. I had ketchup. The minute he said that to me, it was like I was chewing on on rotten human flesh, like, for the rest of the way. <laughs> it was so gross. Because yeah, the patties are big. And not only that, they're they thick, were cold, yeah. and they had no taste. That's why I wanted to flavorless, get... tasteless hamburger I've ever... That... But only because my, my taste buds have been... They were like an overlay. They are being destroyed. But that's why I want to get those burgers down so quick. They get cold. That's going to be awful. Well, the thing is, too, my, my thing I was telling Steve, I go, you got to eat this as fast as humanly possible. And I just look at Kobayashi, who, you know, dips it in the water and eats those hot dogs. And I'm thinking, That's a good method, by the, the way. Th- the thing is, the bread expands in your stomach. So what you have to do is you have to eat it before your stomach realizes that's, what, how, come, what's that's how come people are fat because they eat so fast and their stomach doesn't know yet. Actually, a soda, drinking that will will do that too. Well, so either way, I won. I'm, I I defeated it, and uh, nobody cared in the entire. One guy came up to me and was like, "Hey, man, awesome, good job." What did your kid say? He was he was. Excited. You know, he had an excellent support system. I really didn't have anything. I, so it was I, just me versus I, the world. Although I said, as soon as I was done, I told Logan, I said, "We got to turn our our attention to Steve because I don't want to cross this finish." It's not about winning, beating Steve. It's about crossing this finish line together. So then I became moral support for Steve, who also finished the challenge. I felt like you were running behind me and just like smacking me on the ass or something, getting me to cross that finish line. Well, we gotta, you guys got to do this one at Kelsey's now. No, I'm not doing another never, eating challenge ever in the just world. Just to close this story out, I came <laughs> home, I threw up all over the place, and I felt like a million bucks. I would like, A million bucks. I went, literally everything I took down came right back up. Steve I would like to was unable to throw that I finished the challenge. And everything is still in my body. I mean, it's coming out from a few places. We're just digested. But it's, your body got it's what I doubt it's digested. Yeah. Have you? Would At you ever do I the ate, wings from Quaker Steak? Never. No, we're not doing any. Other I'm not. Style. I'm not I'm ever doing you a what, challenge. Anybody, the, so it took us pretty much the entire time. And I was eating so fast. I said, "Hey, I got the waiter," and I said, "I want to know what the fastest time this has been done because I'm about to break two records." And he goes, uh, "And I, this is about 40 minutes in." He goes, uh, eight minutes." Somebody <laughs> ate. This burger, fries, and a drink in eight minutes. Incredible. I don't want to see that person. No, you know, it's probably someone that's a smaller dude. I'm throwing it out there right now. If he's anybody listening. finds this guy, you bring him to me, and he will be on the. Po- I gotta find out how that. How happened. do you even do that? Was his picture up on the board? Yeah, yeah but there's no names. So it's just a picture. So me and Steve take are, a picture of the picture, put it on Facebook, and be like, "Let's find this." Guy. Me and Steve will forever be enshrined mm-hmm. on the winners list at Smash Mouth Burgers in Cherville. I also put a link up on um, the show blog for anybody who wants to go there and, and take the challenge. And if you let us know if you if you take it and you beat it, but I, I guarantee you won't. It's rough. We should have wrote our times down like a you, solid time. When, when you first got it, were you like, oh, this is going to be nothing? Yes. 
What about yeah, you? I was cruising, dude. I was. So really... you never had a doubt in your mind, like when you first saw it. Oh, we the doubt grew as time went. Yeah. I didn't, I, halfway through, I was sure I was not gonna make it, and he was. He does a really good job of pretending to be confident, and I'm like, this guy's gonna make it, and I'm not, which is gonna be great for the podcast. So you didn't put ketchup, mustard, pickles. Nothing. It was just bread, meat, I had ketchup, and cheese. Yeah. And as and wife, you did that for as part of the strategy, I'm taking. Yeah, it. yeah. I wanted nothing else on there with bare bones. Ketchup and had to. There's no way I would ever do a challenge again. So just just for the for the sake of uh, like I know there's the Quaker steak one and there's the Kelsey's like 96 ounce prime rib or the old 96er. I did eat. I, that's from the movie. I did, that, oh, I did that's eat from Great Outdoor. Like a, I'd have to ask my dad what it was, but I'm saying it was every bit of a, a over a two pound prime rib before. Also, and I, it, it hurt for a week. I will so. tell you this: I won't ever do a challenge again because I think we did this at like what 12, 18. Yeah. And what time is it now? I still feel awful. Do you think you would eat a crave case from White Castle? You know, after oh, we, we, after this deals. experience, probably not. Here's the thing: I could guarantee I can do it. I will never try. First of just all, I would rather just say I can't do take, it. Can't White Castle face. doesn't have a wall of fame, so I get nothing out of it. You get. I would give you props. I would get props yeah, and the it. shits for a week. Yeah. So no, you get them for one day, but they'd be serious. So anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, there's a news story that just came out. I think today, and let me uh, let me grab a hold of it. It says four NFL players may be coming out on the same day, and not out of the the tunnel. <laughs> uh, says confused former NFL player. And basically, ESPN did a recent poll and found out that fifty six percent of its readers think that a, a, a professional athlete coming out while he's still a pro athlete is a selfish act for the, on the part of the athlete. So it's not the greatest news story in the world, but Why is that I, it, selfish? it bothered me, huh? Why is it selfish? They're saying that you know, people obviously other guys in the, in the locker room, because it says it'll divide the locker. Room. I can tell you right now, not initially even that, but it's kind of like the whole Tim Tebow thing. It's like this guy's got like a whole media following, so it's distracting to the team because the team, you know. So who who's really the person that doesn't want it to happen? The NFL or the players or the I think or the players. It's the players. I'm just throwing that out there. Well, yeah, they're all meatheads. That, they, you know, what I was going to say is, like, for anybody who's offended by that and goes, oh, these guys are idiots. Yeah, they are idiots. No yeah. one's ever denied that. They're, they're, they're morons. Yeah. I don't think... I, I think it's a, it's a good thing that those dudes are doing it. I mean, it makes it easier for, you know, younger kids who want to play football. I, I have no, what, is it, what does it matter? Why does anyone have to, to, yeah, uh, it, to tell it people their matter. sexuality? It shouldn't matter, but it does. And it's going to make those kids' lives easier. No, it won't because I, just because these guys break down a barrier, the pe- people are who they are. They're not going to go. You know what? I'm not going to equate the two, but I mean, Jackie Robinson broke the barrier, and he, it, I mean, right away it wasn't you know anything good for him or a, a few others. But now, I mean, you know, doesn't matter. I but there's already gay players that play. It wasn't like Jackie Robinson was black yeah, but they and nobody knew, and then it, yeah, once he was already in the league, he's like, yeah, Guess but they're what? not they're not open. They're, they, nobody knows. I think people know. I think that that's this what is I was just getting ready to say. I'm but, sure the other players. I'm gonna be. I would not be surprised if the other players on the team already knew that those people could be gay. Maybe I, they told somebody in the team in confidence. This to me is just more liberal bullshit because I think it's just a way for again the liberal media to say, oh, well, this bring out like um, any athlete who speaks out against it or makes some sort of you know anti-gay comment to go, oh, well, you know this guy's an idiot and he says anti-gay things and you know we need to. Now go out with pitchforks and, 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 you know, make this guy an example of him. And it's like, 
But he has the right not. Everybody has the right to like or not like what they want. I don't think it's right to be upset if there's a gay person playing in a sport. Yeah. But I just wanted to know what you guys had to say about that. Pretty much what I expected. Yeah, I like to know what Milton Bradley thinks about it. <laughs> Who's Milton Bradley? <laughs> what is he? Used to play for the Cubs. Yeah, I know who Milton Bradley is. The other thing is real quick. Um, we were sitting at dinner tonight, and this interesting thing came up. I don't know if you've ever heard this. So, I don't know. We were talking about uh, vasectomies. And the subject came up where some of the people were saying, oh, well, you in order to get a vasectomy, you have to have your wife sign off on it. You can get a vasectomy. Have you ever heard that? Mm-mm. Did you hear that before I didn't that? know that, no. I don't know if this is true or not, so I'm not going to go on a crazy too long of a rant. But my whole thing was, well, why would my wife have to sign off? And it's like, well, you know, it's also her relationship and she might want to have children. And I said, well, then how is it any different than abortion? I don't get to choose what my wife does or any woman does with their body, which I agree with. So if I want to do something with my body, why should someone be able to tell me no? See, but here's the thing, though. I don't think you're going to sneak off in the night to get a vasectomy. You're probably going to discuss it with her. So she shouldn't have to sign She's already going to know but that you plan you, on doing if, this. What if she wanted to have another baby and you didn't? And you're like, here's what I'm going to do to make here's sure it doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, so I guess. They're, they're saying, like, legally the doctor wouldn't. Because the, the, the defense was, well, the doctor just won't do it. And I'm like, well, then I would sue that doctor because, yeah. I, I, you know, that's crazy to say that a guy has to ask his wife if it's okay to have or not have a vasectomy. And, I've but, never heard that. I don't even know how deep we can get into this without knowing if that's true or not. Not very. It just yeah. irritated me, and I'm hoping that somebody's like, that's the most ignorant thing. I've never heard anything like that. Okay. I'm too lazy to look it up because I was doing other <laughs> stuff tonight to prepare. No, I can understand your, your frustration on that, though. I'm not getting a vasectomy, okay. just so well, you know. Hey, because you yeah. never know, you know. You They're your balls. Know. They are. Well, I mean, I share them. Kind of. They're married balls. In Indiana, <laughs> it's marital property. So, um, we wanted to talk about, you know what, let me do the... Uh, the commercial spot real quick. And then after that, we were going to uh, talk about the walking dead and where yeah. it's at right now. So, okay. Commercial time. Here we go. Got stitcher. We're on it. So get it. Stitcher is an award-winning provider of news and talk radio for your mobile phone. Stitcher's radio, the smart way to listen to radio. It's supposed to be stitcher smart radio. I have to fix that. But um, again, with stitcher, People are still saying that when they try to sign into Stitcher, it doesn't let them put the promo code in because it work, it goes too fast. But a couple people have told me that they, oh, yeah, you know, I subscribed to Stitcher for you guys and, and I put the Hama Man. No, you didn't. I'm able to see who did that because we get uh, a dollar for every person who signs up. And either Stitcher's stealing from us or the people didn't do what they <laughs> said they did. Either way, whatever. But just so you know, if you do use Stitcher, um, go ahead and use the uh, Hama Man as a promo code. Two other things. We have an Android app, and did you get that on your phone, Nick? No, it didn't work. Okay, I'll, I'll set you up on that. And we the iPhone one works for sure, because I yes, have it. I have everyone, it. everyone who has an iPhone, I'll put another link for it, but there is a link on the Hey My Man Facebook page. Um, it's an excellent app. Just yes. click right on it. You can play the episode. You're good to go. Yeah, and then you don't have to worry. I mean, you're, unfortunately, you know, we don't get anything from Stitcher, but I, I think it's a cool app, and since we paid for it to be, yeah. to, to be out there... <laughs> Um, you go ahead and use it. All right. The Walking Dead. Ugh. As far as I'm concerned, it's a perfect name for the show because it is Walking Dead. It's over for The Walking Dead. I don't know if it's Steve, over. Steve, 
Go ahead. I don't know if it's over. It's uh, it's meandering in a bad direction though. I'll I'll give it that. What do you think, Nick? I think it's alive and well. Okay, where are we at at the end of the season? Where are we at right now? How did the season end? The governor orchestrated an assault on the prison. Awful, the dude. Prisoners were able to turn back the governor's people. The governor ends up mowing down all his own people and takes off to somewhere unknown. Rick then gets a couple of the guys from the prison in the group. They go back and basically bring a bunch. I think it, it looked like it was just women and old like people elderly and like and no, women. children. Nobody that can do anything, bring anything back to, to the, the prison. Yeah, it, it, but you're led to believe that everybody else from the town is dead. Like all the able-bodied people were taken, and the governor yeah, killed. the governor killed all of them. Well, it, it, the thing is, the governor killed probably like. 15 people. That was his, like people. his whole army. But, but the, when they showed Woodbury before, it looked like it was a, a thriving town. Right. So they had a lot of extras yeah, but it was that didn't the, show up. With the old people and stuff. They couldn't pay it for the final episode. See, but here's what I want to know. They took in all those old people. Those people are just a, a drain on their resources at this point. Uh, yeah, they only have so much food. You know, they only have so much As room. far as I knew, they didn't even have any food in that in that prison. Yeah, they did. They, did they? they had rations in the kitchen because then when I they... I thought uh, they had run out. No, when they, when they took on um, the two prisoners... They sec. They showed them the cafeteria area. The area they had. They had enough for a while, but I mean, it's definitely not going to be. But those be, those new people aren't bringing anything to the table. A couple of the interesting developments that happened now that Andrea's dead, Ugh. which was great, dude. That was the most annoying death ever. Her face. Was she couldn't even she not be annoying while she was dying. Seriously. Yeah, no. Well, first of all, Steve made a good point that like. Well, I'll let you make your own point, but she had her nails. She had her toenail. This is my point. She had a, a pedicure when she when they showed her like feet when she was struggling. It's like, really, you got a pedicure. She had to look nice for the governor. Well, then she was handcuffed, and, and the only way she was able to get uh... Milton gave her a pair of pliers, and she got these handcuffs off by taking the pliers. Which, by the way, you could probably pick up a pair of pliers in about two seconds with your foot. Right. It, of course, it's going to take Andrea, I don't know, 25 minutes. Well, in times of high crisis, you, you lose your, uh, your fine foot, motor movement. Ambidextry? I don't know. <laughs> um, she takes these pliers and just grabs the handcuffs and just jiggles them a little bit. Handcuffs done. Wow. She's like, I should have tried this a half yeah. hour ago. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm glad she's dead, but what it does is it leaves a hole in your heart for about 10 seconds on who you can hate now because we all hated Lori. Yep. Then we all hated Andrea. Yep. Um, and now we all hate Carl. I like Carl. Yeah, I like Carl too. Damn. He's the reason why I'll continue to play. No, like yeah. one of the main. I reasons. like how like Carl takes the badge and throws it down. He just has no humanity anymore. Dude, he pretty he, he thinks Rick is done. Like he has no respect for Rick anymore. I, I don't have any respect for Rick. If I if he, I, would, I would I would find Glenn and I'd be like, where are we going? Yeah, let's rock out. Glenn and Daryl and just no, let's get out of here. Daryl. What? Not Daryl. Why not Daryl? Why why Daryl? Daryl's the the best part of that group. Dude, he's got a haircut like Johnny Resnick from the Goo Goo Dolls. I don't care what he looks Who's this like. Who's long hair? It's Daryl. <laughs> Who's this long hair? It's Daryl. He, uh, Carl, slowly but surely turning into Shane. That makes me wonder if Shane is Carl's daddy. No, I don't think that was even a consideration. How would you have It know showed now? the video in the beginning of the show of Shane going to visit Lori while she was picking Carl up from school. And they were a little intimate, a little too intimate for my liking. Okay. 
That makes me think that they you were know, just they were he, at this just because before. he also doesn't like Rick. That makes that means he's he's must be Shane's kid. I think it's apparent why he doesn't like Rick. Rick's a buffoon that makes stupid mistakes. He's an idiot. He does not have the the best interest of the group. He's got too too soft of a heart. He's not ready for his zombie. And now he does, but for half, most of the season he was kind of cold hearted. Fake. It was fake. He was in a trance. He was seeing fake. No, Lori. I think he's only soft hearted now is because he is like, all right, dictator didn't work. Group decisions from here on out. Listen, you don't let Herschel convince you of anything. I'd be like, Herschel, you shut the fuck up. I'm going to hack your other leg off. Yeah, man. he sucks. I would, that's another guy. Like, and he tells on Carl. I'd be like, snitches get stitches. I would I would kill him in his sleep. No, Because listen, Carl's shot, eventually going to try to get with his other daughter. So yeah, I'd be like, I don't need... And, and now Herschel already thinks Carl's a little crazy. So he's probably going to try to put the kibosh. So... No, if I were Carl, I would have absolutely taken that shot too. Because it's like, hey, you don't know the tension. This is war. Yeah. yeah, they just came to the prison to kill you. Exactly. That kid was leading the charge. For, yeah. Again, it's 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 an every man for themselves situation. You don't just go, well, hey, the guy has his hands up and surrender. Well, he's not part of our group. Yeah. So let me, let me kill what him. are you going to do when he throws his gun down? I didn't see they had handcuffs or rope or anything. So Carl would have fashioned something. An old man. A feeble woman and Carl. I'm just, I, it's, it's just too soap opera you now. To me, it's, it's, it's stopped being. About, I, I think the governor is a shitty character. The guy who plays the governor. I, I thought it was a like good character. I just don't think the show has any direction anymore. I don't, I don't know where. But, and because it's definitely, it's not even following the the graphic novel, so you don't know it's where kinda, it's going to yeah. tie back in. It's like you know, all over the place. Um, did you have any? Uh, Steve, the, Steve had a couple of. This has the the last episode kind of prompted us to do some uh, zombie hypotheticals, which I like. Um, I have a few. Okay. Uh, if you're in a group with John Goodman and he falls while you're being chased, do you stop to save him, or do you keep going? Who keep else going. is in the group? It's just you guys. Just me and John Goodman. Oh, then you got well, it. Well, no, yeah. let, like let's just say it's the three of us and John Goodman. Why well, already? I, I'm. I, I would suppose that John Goodman's definitely going to be the slowest guy, but he's probably also going to be one of the strongest. Yeah, so, so what do you do? I go well. Are, how close are the zombies on his tail? Is they're, he? Is, are they like grabbing at him? They're pretty. I mean, they're closing in. Let me say this: He There's wants you to answer just based on John Goodman. That's what he thinks. All right. Well, it, it's zombies are here. It's every man for himself. Like if we're three or in a group, we're looking out for each other as the group. But if John Goodman is not. I guess it's hard for me to answer yes or no, but be, just because he's John Goodman, I mean, this is dude. Pat, if, this, what, is, this doesn't matter what, anymore. What no. if I fell? I would help you, but not John Goodman. Not just because he's John Goodman. Why would you help me? Because is me? John Goodman part of our group or yes, just a guy yes. that we need to no, save? He's no, part he's of part of our group. group. Oh, then yeah. I always go back, but I never, I never. But because he's John Goodman, doesn't it does to me? Doesn't take or give you anything when only it's because, we're talking about the post-apocalyptic. Only because the John Goodman world. I know is very handy, more handy than I am, and he might need his his, his Look, size. What strength. John Goodman do you know? The John Goodman from Roseanne. The guy builds motorcycles. The guy is Dan, Dan Connor. I'll save Dan Connor in a second. He fix a motorcycle Goodman, for us. You're out, King oh. Ralph. You're in. All right. Um, yeah, I'll. Uh, all right. Kind of like in Zombieland, if you have a star map. And that person is going to be guaranteed to be alive. Whose house are you going to? You know how they go to Bill Murray's house? Yeah. Whose house are you going to? Bill Murray. Really? After seeing that, absolutely. Bill Murray looked like <laughs> a pretty badass house. I definitely wouldn't go to Woody Harrelson's house. I can tell you that much. I like Woody Harrelson. That's fine, but in a zombie apocalypse, I'm hoping he got taken. You know. I'm probably going to be going to Charlton Heston's speak, house. He's dead. 
I don't. He probably has a house still. But who's gonna? He don't live there. Got I sold care. to somebody else. You Michael Moore's a, living in it now. Little guns in it now. <laughs> I might actually go to uh, what's his name from Liam Neeson. Ooh. He's a badass dude. Yeah. What do you got, Nick? Um. I'd probably go to Bill Maher's house <laughs> get him? his gun. <laughs> he doesn't have one. Get the gun that he claims he, he has. He does have a gun. Oh, he does? Yeah, he said he does. I might go to Lindsay Lohan's house, too. Is my wife dead? Yeah, we're going to assume. I, I would assume that, too, because my wife's always said in any situation like that, she'd just kill herself rather than <laughs> provide You know, honestly, I probably would, too. I mean, shit, there's no TV anymore, no AMC, no <laughs> HBO. Lindsay Lohan? Or kill yourself? Kill myself. Oh. <laughs> All right. I, this is going to be a tough one for you guys. Uh, you have one partner, so it's you and this other person, and it's either Richard Simmons, who's an excellent shot and weapon handler, or it's Bill Burr, who's completely useless. Bill Burr. Bill Burr. And you're counting on this for survival. No, I don't. I don't count on anybody for survival. I count on me. Okay, so I you're just keeping Bill Burr for comic relief. Here's the thing: Richard Simmons could not hold up, and does he only have one outfit? First of all, he could hold up. Does he only have one outfit? Yeah, it's spandex. Spandex oh, unitar. I don't think he could weather a winter. And that. He'd be all right. <laughs> I don't know. So Bill Burr, who has absolutely nothing to, nothing n- to give him, no. except for funny jokes. That's it. He's bringing nothing to the table. Yeah, I'm going to go with whoever's more valuable. Not me. Not me. But then again, you could teach Bill Burr how to shoot. Yeah, he's pretty smart. How awesome would it be to see Nick and Richard Simmons just going through the woods together? Pretty awesome. I think it'd be funny. I had an interesting, uh, is that your last one? No, I have one more, actually. All right, sweet. Uh, it's, it's a real quick one. All right, it's two weeks in, and food's been scarce. The only food you can find is a Smash Mouth burger. Do you eat it? Knowing what I know now, is it, is <laughs> it which one is it? Do I have an unlimited supply or just yes, one? Yes, you have an unlimited <laughs> supply. I can only I can only eat Smash Mouth burgers for the rest yes. of my life. I would I honestly. But you can only honestly, eat it in the challenge increment. <laughs> yeah, you, if you don't, you die. You once you start it, you have to finish it. No, I would. I, you could you could eat that once a week and, and s- s- have you know sustain life. I meant to ask you this earlier. Have you eaten since then? No. Will you be no. eating tomorrow? No, absolutely not. When will you eat again? I don't know. What, I don't know. <laughs> it's very it's a traumatic experience. I might um, not even go to work tomorrow. What do you think? Would you eat this? Would you? I mean, what, yeah. For me, I don't care. I'll yeah, eat it. I wasn't. I didn't get changed I, emotionally I, by this <laughs> thing today. Real quick, I had one that I put on Facebook a long time ago. So a zombie scratch. You are out and about. You're gathering some stuff for your camp. A zombie comes out and you get in a scuffle with a zombie. You fall into a thicket of you know brush and whatnot. You kill the zombie. As you're walking back to the camp, you see that you're cut and bleeding. Do you tell? The other people in your camp that it's possible you've been now. This is early on, like right when people already know that if you've gotten, you're you're gonna turn. Do you tell your party who you are newly you've newly grouped with? They're already a group. You've stumbled upon them just to make it a little more interesting. Do you tell them that you may or may you've gotten a cut? It may or may not come from a, a, a come from a zombie attack, or do you just keep it to yourself? Wait, I'm confused. You know that you got bit. You don't know. You fell in a thicket. You either got cut or bit. Yeah, maybe. but you no cut or scratch. Yeah, which same same difference. But not a mortal injury. No, but you will turn no, but into you'll a zombie. Turn. But you you yourself don't know if you're right. Really, okay, I'm gonna say no. I keep it to myself. Yeah, I probably wouldn't. How long do you keep? Because you know they're gonna kill you. Just, Right off the bat, you have absolutely no trust or faith in humanity. No. Well, as soon as I, I knew I, I had, I'd probably kill myself. The, the you would? 
No, I wouldn't. I'd want to, dude. I'd want to check. How do you know being a zombie? You make maybe they could figure something out where it's so new that you don't know. You're really not sure. People don't believe in zombies, so right away you're like, I don't. Is it zombies? Is it? I don't understand. So, I I would keep it to myself because I know if I was in the situation where somebody told me like, Hey, man, I probably probably got bit. Wouldn't say shit. (laughs) The other thing I would do, I would probably go to the one person in the group that I hated the most and, and, you know, probably scratch him or, you know, figure out a way to put him in his, take a help, like the Lori of the group. The other question you come across, you and one other person come across a camp set up. It's a woman about 35 years old and a small child, about seven or eight. They have nothing. It's like Lori and Carl. They, yeah, pretty much. They have nothing. Uh, as far as like other people, but they do have, they've come across a bunch of supplies, guns, food. Do you go down there and attempt to bring her into your camp? No, now you're, the rest of your camp has told you like, we're not going to take any other people. They're vicious. Do you go down there and rummage through her camp, kill her? Do you try to bring, convince your group to bring her back? Do you just walk on by and, and look for the next best thing? What do you do? I guess it would depend on how good you think your group is. I'd bring her. No, they're already telling you if you bring somebody back, you're gone and they're gone. All right. You still try to be a peacemaker? Yeah. Your group has no food. You're out looking for food. Yeah. This could this food could potentially feed your group. Uh-huh. That's well, if they don't like her, then I'll go with her. I'll have food and guns. But you're it's just you and a small child. The rest of your group is a bunch of badass zombie killers. Well, that's changes. That will be huh? starving to death very soon. Why? You said they have no food. Yeah, but eventually they're going to come looking and they're going to they're going to find that thing and probably kill you and her and then they're going to take your food. You have no defense. I feel like when it comes to zombie apocalypse, you you don't you you don't kill humans. You try to keep everybody best case scenario, but as you alive also, as you can. Human beings are you try to sustain I guess your own life. I guess I'd be like Rick, where I wouldn't want to just go around just killing all the weak people. Like I would try, I guess I would probably try to do something to help out. So I wouldn't want to be a part of a group that's like, Hey, we're just going to kill everybody else. Yeah. Like I would want to, I would probably not be a part of that group. I'll tell you this. It would be like she and I committed to, you know, rob the Lufthansa heist or pulled off a Lufthansa heist. I'd kill every single person that got in my way without remorse. And I would eat <laughs> even Johnny roast that, beef. I don't care if I came across and she had a, a whole, whole thing of smash mouth burgers. I'm taking her, <laughs> taking the kid, getting rid of them. They're done. We're running a little bit long on time. So instead of talking about all the movies, we're going to talk about uh, World War Z real quick. And uh, then we'll hit the other movies in the next upcoming weeks. Probably try to do like one or two each week. So take it away, Nick. All right. First movie we're going to talk about is World War Z. It's the only one we're going to talk about. Only one we're going to talk about. <laughs> um, I think the official trailer was released during the Super Bowl. But uh, this is a movie that's been in production, or they've been tossing it around for since 2007, based on the book, which I think we mentioned on uh, the Chencho Leone episode, talking about the novel that it's based on. And the novel's very, I, I'm not, I don't read very many books, so when I do read a book, I've got to hear a lot of good about it. So I'd heard a lot of good, I read the book. And the book has got an interesting point of view. It, it basically takes place after this huge zombie outbreak that takes over the whole entire world. And um, the book is basically written from a perspective of like some UN reporter that's interviewing all these people that had firsthand accounts of the the outbreak. Like somebody that was like, there were, he interviews like, for instance, like a doctor that was trying to study a cure. 
interviews like the remnants of the American government that reestablished itself and like helped well, fight well, the zombies back. I bet so. you at some po- at some level, um, the book was uh, somewhat based on World of the Worlds, the original radio story, because it kind of follows that same thing where the story is like you know reporters are going out and interviewing people like this is happening right now, and you know I I would think that that's. I mean, the book is essentially a collection of articles set in order of uh, Z Day. And, so you read and, it too? Yeah, and, I think we and, talked about uh, that beyond. Before. Well, this is—I found this kind of interesting. I was looking on Wikipedia, and Ain't It Cool News reviewed a script. Who's and that? That website that reviews movies and talks about movies. Okay. They um. I didn't know if they were like the authority on movies or what. Well, pretty much them and Rotten Tomatoes are the biggest websites, to my knowledge, that talk about movies and review mm-hmm. them. Uh, they say this isn't just a good adaption of a difficult book. It's a genre-defining piece of work that could well see us all arguing about whether or not a zombie movie qualifies as best picture material. No, it so wow. that sounds very promising. Because uh, I mean, these guys are praise. fanboys. I mean, they're bashing everything that they can just because they're like, you know, the the guys that running at Cool What'd News you point me for? probably also work <laughs> at Three Floyds. So now, when you saw the trailer, did you agree with that that review? I don't know because I was gonna mention a few other things that I they they rewrote the script several times. I don't know if they rewrote it after that person read it, and they also went back and pretty much changed the entire third portion of the film. Uh, I guess because they wanted to make it more politically neutral, so they could make more money overseas. Which Brad Pitt apparently they're quoting him. And he's like, "Yeah, we had to tone it down to." Hmm. So basically, they had to cheapen themselves to be able to make money I, <laughs> overseas. You know, I like zombies, actually. I like Zombieland. I like Shaun of the Dead. I like the zombie movies that kind of had like a like a dark comedy twist. Yeah. This movie to me looks like really CGI, really like the Will Smith movie. I am uh, I am legend. I am legend. I like that. I thought the zombies look kind of stupid just from the trailer. So I'll be surprised if I like it. I'll definitely go see yeah. it. Yeah, I would say this and for me, this and Man of Steel are the most anticipated movies for me for the summer. But. It looked really cool. I I watched the trailer twice, and the first time I was like, I don't even see zombies. And I, the second time, you see just a like a pile of zombies like and climbing, they're climbing over, over wall a wall of China or some like. It looked really. I thought it looked all right. In 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 my best estimation or uh, the way I look at it is anytime you have a movie that's that crazy with the CGI and that crazy with the, the, the visuals, this is not that great of a movie. When I try to think back and I'm like, man, what movie was really awesome with the CGI and also the movie was awesome. And the only thing I could come up with was Terminator two and um, the matrix and uh, the last one with Leonardo DiCaprio um, where he goes in the dreams Oh, Inception. Inception. Yeah, which I wouldn't even say that the the, the movie itself, the, the story was it was good. So Jar Jar Binks was not good. No, <laughs> but I'm just saying usually when there's that level of CGI, I could I give just... you another one that I've never seen, but everybody else in the world <laughs> says it's the best movie of all time. Avatar. Saw it or did not see it. The special effects it. are really good, but the movie itself was stupid. Yeah, wasn't it? I think it was it, that it's great. Ba- it, to me, it's the same exact thing as the Matrix. It's like people are plugged in, and their avatar is like they're acting through their avatar. I'm not a big fan of 3D, but I saw this movie at the theater in 3D. What Avatar? Yeah, and I would definitely say it's worth seeing in that format. Just for the for the the cool visuals, right? Because it was actually shot with the intention of it being 3D, which mm-hmm. most of the time now. 
the movies are shot, and then the 3D stuff's added later, which I would love to see. Just, um, that is good. Bad Boys with Will Smith and Martin in 3D. I would <laughs> like to see Ro- an episode of Roseanne in 3D. Tom Arnold coming at you. Tom Arnold, real quick, I want to throw it out there. Yesterday, he his wife had uh, a baby boy. I think Tom's like 54 years old. <laughs> good job, Jackson Tom. Arnold. He'll be dead before he sees high school. <laughs> Wait, let's just he, no. Just to clarify, Tom will be dead, not oh, his yeah. child. No, yeah, Tom. Let's uh, let's Just throw doing out speed balls to celebrate. <laughs> let's throw a prediction out there. Which will this movie going to be a top three grossing movie of the year? Yes. Yeah, only because it's a zombie. It's a Brad Pitt movie. zombie movie. Zombie movie. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's going to be worthy. No, everyone will go out and see it before they even. It, yep. it won't matter. People will go out and see it right away. A Brad Pitt. B zombies are really hot. So. Hot ticket item. Yep. I, there's supposed to be another Zombie Land or a TV show. There's a TV Zombie Land coming on a TV. Is show. Woody Harrelson in it? No. Then no. I don't. I think it's just like then no B-rate people. Nope. Um. So we're gonna talk about some other ones that are coming up. Obviously, Nick's saying this and Man of Steel are his most anticipated movies. Um, this is the end. The Seth Rogen vehicle. It looks amazing. So I'm gonna we'll talk about it next week or whatnot. But I just want to throw that out there. So if anybody gets a chance to look at the trailer, I'm gonna put some of the trailers up on the show blog. Uh, we're moving on to Dickhead Face of the Week. Lil Wayne is still sitting on top of the Dickhead um, throne. I would say he's sitting pretty, but he's he's not. What do you got? Oh, wrong button. I have. Charles Krauthammer. <laughs> he looks like a snapping turtle. <laughs> he looks like John Taffer. For for any of you who don't know who that is, he's a was... Republican uh, mouth breather from Fox News. <laughs> I think what's funny is like it's going toward this like dickhead face. Originally, Jay Cutler just inspired anger just looking at his face. So a lot of people think that dickhead face is just specifically about someone's face inspiring hatred in you. But I think it's kind of evolving to. If I hate someone bad enough, I don't care what their face looks like. I believe that Kim Kardashian has a dickhead face. You can tell me she's good looking all day long. And she has a huge horse's ass. Not even a human ass. <laughs> Just a quick round table real quick. I've been fighting this. I Like my wife. She, oh, guys like the other? No. Does anybody think that's attractive? No. Uh, I don't. I know some people that do. No, I'm but... just saying you personally. No. Dude, it's disgusting. No. no. It's gross. And I'm not even talking about her what, since she's pregnant. I mean, that's what she thinks. That's that's what she... Yeah. It's just... It's, it's gross. It's too much ass. Yeah, it's a lot of ass. So... She got a pretty face. Charles, how can she walk around without like... How does she sit down? I want to know how her pants aren't really big at the top. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, she probably has a, like a. She like, needs like a drawstring. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, it's like a, that's why she wears like yoga pants because they're like elastic i I'm sure. I just imagine how big of a turd she. <laughs> I know that has nothing to do with it, but. Anyway. Um, so, Charles Dick Hammer for you. Charles Krauthammer. Well, do you just not like him because of his no, politics? That, or I would say yes. That's part of it. Looks. That that's part sucks. of it. That face sucks. And his name is Krauthammer. <laughs> Well, I kind of like that. He's name. still not gonna. He's still, oh, it's a, it's a tough name. He's still not gonna beat Lil Wayne, dude. Yeah, I don't think he will. All but right. he he does look like a snapping turtle. <laughs> Who do you got? Nick? Not, I'm gonna say Chloe Kardashian. Chloe Kardashian, who I also refer to as Chloe Kardashian. <laughs> she doesn't have like an umlaut. Or and word. what's just irritating to me about her is where do you begin? I will definitely agree that I don't think Kim Kardashian's, I, she's just not my type. 
But this Chloe is just <laughs> just shouldn't even be on the cover of magazines. But she's only on the cover of magazines because her sister is famous for being like a socialite is she the and fan making star? sex type sex tapes. Is she the fat one that's married to Lamar? Yes. All right. And I, st- I think I w- she's on the X Factor. She has like a. Yeah, she's like a. I have no use for her. She, I will say she's probably better than Nick Cannon. So, yeah, but is that who she's doing it with? Nick Cannon has some sort of talent. No, he doesn't. He has some sort of talent more than her. The only talent he had was finding, figuring out a way to get Mariah to marry him, and she's untalented too. Horrible. Both. Well, she used to. uh, That's one other thing. I was gonna say she like was good, and then decided that I'm gonna be a rapper now. Who Mariah? Yeah, she She put out that movie that was like. uh, glitter. Oh, that yeah. It? That was it for her. That was her Gigli. You know what? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, stick to singing if you sing. I, I, Except you know for just, Justin Timberlake. Just know when your time is up. Walk away. Walk away like Heath Ledger. Then die. <laughs> <laughs> what, however you want to take that. Um, All right. You guys ready for yes or no? Apparently. Yes. <laughs> we were ready. We, apparently you were not. All right. How does this game work for anybody who doesn't know? I'm just going to throw knows. a person, place, or no. I'm going to say yes or no. All right. I think you meant a person, place, or thing. Person, yeah. place, or thing. We'll go with it. Let's, let's do it. Juliet Lewis. No. Yes. So I'm going to go to Steve, then you. Juliet Lewis. Natural Born Killers. You're saying yes? <laughs> she's ugly, but she's a very good actress. Do you think she's good looking in old school? No. No. Not a natural born killers, which was like the one of the worst and most overrated movies of its generation. It's terrible, almost as bad as California, which was also terrible. But she has she was in that roller derby movie, and she has the weirdest boob. She has like a flat. It's she's so that her best performance was in the other. Was it the other sister? Yeah, yeah, that was the best performance because I believe that she has that nailed. She walks around like that's uh, really her. She was at a hun- yeah, hundred and ten pound retarded person. That's the one. That's her her best one. That is her swan song. What about uh... no? That's it. All right. Uh, uh, Kate Fear was pretty good, but she played a retard like a nearly retarded yeah, teenager again. again in that. What about in uh, Christmas Vacation? Retard. <laughs> All right. Aaron Brockovich, not the person, the, the movie character that's based on the person. Sure. I like Aaron Brockovich. Why not? Again, I'm going to Steve. Of course, he's going to like her because she's a liberal who like called out big, you know. No. Really? No. Why not? I don't know. I'm not even going to validate that. I don't care. I don't care enough. So you don't like the movie? No. Are we talking about the movie? I thought you wanted to know about the person. No, I said not the person. The The movie. movie. The person. In the movie. The movie movie that is based on the person. No. I watched watched it tonight. I hadn't seen it in a couple years and I, I like it. Albert uh, Finney's in that movie, I believe, is the boss. Awesome. Oh, yeah. If, are you familiar with the movie? Like, have you seen it? Like, yeah. Yeah. Dude. It's a movie where she has really big boobs. Yeah. She so, was a push-up bra. I don't care. The, I want to know how, like, like in the movie, she's, like, totally dogging the boss. Like, hey, I want to raise 10% or, you know, you're an asshole if you don't give it to me. Like, this guy's like, all right, I'll give it to you. Well, look at him. It's like, why isn't he, why isn't she fired? It's Albert Finney. Like, she comes in late on. And he's an attorney, sick. too. It's like. That, I'm not going to stand for that. Get out. Yeah. It's like, well, it benefits too. Because he, she had a push-up bra on and pretty much anybody with a push-up bra gets what they want. But however, in the, well, that's, that's what I, that's a whole other thing that we'll have to get into. Push-up bras. <laughs> All right. Last but not least, remember Steve, 
Game of Thrones, yes or no? Very, very yes. Very no. Yeah, I'm no also. The correct answer on that was no. <laughs> Are you serious? I just look at that show is... Dave got me into it. Uh, I picked up HBO for, pretty much for that show. And it's just one of those things where people just kind of watch it because it's everyone's talking about it. Like, what, what are they going to do now? There's incest, there's sex, you know, there's rape. Dude, there's so many of those shows from Spartacus to... Um, the Tudors, those period shows. I mean, they cut off a guy's nipple last episode. I was like, yeah. what the hell? You First know. of all, they have the worst special effects, almost as bad as the sci-fi channel. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. When, when, you when, know, this, those dragons look like shit. Yeah, they're, they suck. I'm, I'm, it's whatever, though. It, no, it's not whatever. That's, it is. That's what takes me out of the story, because I'm like, you know what? First of all, there's too many... Now, I'm white, but I don't, I can't tell one of these white, these English people from the other one. <laughs> I don't know. Who, not. The accents two, are horrible. There's, there's two, but that goes they're, they're the real accents. But the, there, there's too many people, too many houses, too many things to keep straight. They bounce around way too much to keep. And, and I'm not going to watch it 50 times to, to, to figure it out. You should. You you shouldn't have to. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm going to hang on until the king, the kid, gets killed, and then Joffrey? I'm out. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely agree. He, with that. No, he will never get killed. Hartiter will never let him die. I, Wait, which one's that? His his sword. Yeah, heart eater, heart eater, heart eater. That's his sword that he. Knew I know. I like never. He's some badass. Yeah. Are you saying this for a fact? Like you read the no, books and know this? No, I, I, oh. I don't know. Uh, that show is definitely way overrated. But when you say people are pretty much watching it because it's like everyone's talking about it because it's just it's something so to do crazy. Like a, Sons of Anarchy comes back apparently. Ugh. Same group of people. Come on. No, well, you know I think some Sons of Anarchy people like for different reasons, but this HBO show they're dim witted. That's still. I think common. they're just like, oh, what are the, what's going to happen next? This is like the hot item that people are talking Sons about. HBO needs to stick with organized crime, Sopranos, The Wire, Boardwalk. things like that. Boardwalk. Absolutely. It also uh, a very slow moving show, but when Boardwalk hits, it hits. It hits. It's it's like Dude. Boardwalk is like always leading up to great events. Like the beginning is slow, it hits the middle, something crazy happens, then it builds up to the last show. Yep. Well that's so, like Game of Thrones, like it starts out kind of sucking. In the middle, yeah, you're like, kind yeah, of this sucking. fucking sucks. And at the no, end, you're dude. like, God damn. Dude, that the sucks. worst was when, uh, what's his, Ty, uh, the, uh, Peter Dinklage. Tywin Liners. Liners. When, when, when he shot the arrow. It's Tyrion, uh, actually. Shot the uh, arrow into the, the sea, and it like it was the worst chemical. Production value. Yeah, it was like, it was come so on. Bad. Bad. I thought it was cool. It was, and you know what? If, no you can't, if you can't slay a little person, I mean, come on, really? These dudes are like battle worn. He's got this tiny little uh, like uh, plate armor on. This like boot him. It's a cute little baby man. No, let me yeah, ask you. Do not. you think if you had to put a show, which one's better as far as like not which people like more? Breaking Bad. Which you think is better like as a show overall? Sons of Anarchy or Game of Thrones? I I need oh, to leave. Oh my god, Game, uh, Game of Thrones. I need Sons to of Anarchy right now. Most the, horrible piece of shit ever. I can't I, even stand. I'd rather watch Sons of show. Anarchy than Game of Thrones. That doesn't surprise <sighs> me. All right, well, real. Um, do you have anything you want to uh, put out there? Americans, I still am watching. You guys are out, right? Yeah. No, I'm still. I haven't in, watched. I'm just while. one episode behind. Carrie Russell is just amazing. Amazing. Uh, I'm still watching the following. Kevin Bacon. Never watched awesome. it. Awesome. Don't do network TV. Told you that before. He's he looks too sick. What about that Norman Bates show? Uh, I'm gonna start that this week. What's it called? Bates Motel. Okay. I'm it's gonna start A&E. that this week. Yeah. Um. We follow you. Are you are you done with Twitter? Uh, just 
I'll you were on, on there that I'll, one day. It was like everything. No, it, was that, it was like you were just hitting everything out of the park, I know. and then you were gone. Let's get back. Hey, well, I was like, I, well, hey, maybe he's to, leaving on a high note. I'm trying to do it next Because he did. Because yeah. like, I want, I want to hear more of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. You uh, could have been live tweeting from Smash Mouth. That's true. Follow me. I might give you some occasional gold. We'll see. Uh, at Steezwiz. S-T-E-E-S-W-I-Z-Z. W-E-Z-Z, isn't it? Or is it W-I-Z-Z? Yes. Steezwiz. I'm uh, still kind of surprised. Like I was expecting you to say they hoisted you up on their shoulders and carried you around, like I, celebrated. I if you. Somebody would have. I, I didn't want to be hoisted anywhere. I sat in the passenger seat with the window down like a dog. On yeah, the I think what was Julie touched saying me during this? Smacked them. Oh, she was disgusted, disgusted. So, like I said, we'll put some pictures up, and we actually have some video. <laughs> like, what was Logan saying? Like when it was all said and done. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Dad. I'm proud of you. What he eat? Not a hot dog. <laughs> All right, I, and um, all he was doing was talking shit to it, me. <laughs> what was he saying? It's like you're not gonna finish. Yeah. He, there was a, like a tiny crumb of cheese on Steve's plate. He's like, you didn't, you didn't finish. There's always be an asterisk in the book. He kept calling me a merman. <laughs> what did that come from? I don't, I don't know. Because that picture of Steve is the merman body. Oh. I'm uh, at Stupor Dave Inc. S T U P E R D A V I N C. I am at Nick Four Eighty Eight. All right. Well, like I said, in the next couple of uh, episodes or whatever we're going to start talking about the um, other movies that we brought up and uh, obviously Breaking Bad's going to be coming back hopefully sometime July. soon can't wait alright guys later